When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. How about that new intro music? <laughs> Welcome to the PHNX Coyotes podcast, brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download today using code PHNX. New customers who bet just $1 in an NBA game on a team to score a point can win $100 in free bets this week. Super easy. We have new music because we decided for our pack therapy uh, sessions, which are you know going to be quite frequent... As we have learned in 12 of the 13 games so far this season, we thought we might as well have the intro music sound like you're in the uh, waiting room. Waiting room an to elevator. get in for your yeah, therapy exactly. session. So, yeah, Jeffrey says, welcome back to reality. You know, we had a moment on Saturday where we felt like how every other team, every other of the 31 teams this season felt. And uh, now we're back to Coyotes Hockey. So on that note, Petey. Oh, juice. For ASMR, nightly ASMR. Here we go. ASMR, cheers. Cheers. Here we go again. Here we go again. Back to live therapy. It was tougher at home. It was easier to drink from home. (laughs) I will say that. That part was good for Petey. (laughs) The little cooler by my desk. It was nice. But anyway, it's, um, (sighs) it was really disappointing tonight. And, and, you know, I, I thought, Hey, we, we've talked about this team enough. Like we, we know they're rebuilding. We know they don't have all the skill. We know all of those things. They get the win against Seattle. We're all excited. And you go, okay, the Minnesota Wild come in. Really good team. One of the top teams in the Western Conference. They're going to have to play really good hockey. And I'm not sure they did that tonight. I, I don't know if this team defended well enough. Um, I think there are too many chances where too many times, and honestly, you just replace some of our shows because I'm going to say the same thing I've said (laughs) over and over again. There's too many times where the opponents have one or two players in behind the Coyotes defenders and they're getting the, they're getting free looks at the net. I mean, you, you have to, we call it boxing out. You have to be on the defensive side of that player of your opponent to help the goalie defend the play. And and too many times, over and over and over again, where this team gets caught, where it's not just the defenseman, it's the forwards not defending as well either. They're not on the defensive side of their opponent, and they give too many free looks to the opposing team. And we saw it with the Wild tonight, where there were times when uh, they were getting beat off the wall, they were getting beat to the net, and it was just too easy in the defensive zone. And 
this team's not going to win these shootout games. I mean, Seattle was an aberration. The Grubauer didn't play well. Seattle's not the Minnesota Wild. But they're not going to take the Minnesota Wild 5-4. If they're going to beat the Minnesota Wild, it's 2-1. Yeah. Can't play 2-1 hockey when you're defending like that. Or we are giving up two goals shorthanded on the penalty kill. If you're going to get scored on every night on the penalty kill, don't take penalties. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, the penalty kill tonight was not great. Minnesota was two for three on the power play. So, not a good showing for the Coyotes tonight. Coming into this game... The Coyotes' penalty kill was not the worst in the league. It was actually 30th. So they so they uh, they got a little better, but they, they said, hold, yeah. hold yeah. our beer. We need to be back at 32. I know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. We, they were, and really, they climbed quickly because they but, were way... But you know what? Minnesota's power play was only 19th. So they did have yeah. the opportunity to, to kill some penalties there. Again, penalties killing this team. Um the, and, you know, we talked about the defense, but the goaltending tonight, well, first of all, we were all surprised, but I think, by, by we all, I mean you, me, and Craig, by uh, Vimelka getting the start tonight after Wedgwood came in and, you know, stole that game for the Coyotes on Saturday. And you just would think, let's ride the wave of the momentum of him, and that's not what happened. And he once again came in in relief of Vimelka. He had a perfect third period, but it did nothing really to erase, you know, Vimelka in that game tonight. Um, had, let me see, 0.773 save percentage. Um, yeah, five goals on 22 shots isn't yeah. good enough. No. Like it, to, <laughs> to, to be a goaltender in this league, you need a save percentage. 9.15 is average, which means you're stopping just over nine out of every 10 shots. He let in five out of 22. The, that is so far below what is average yeah. in this league. And this isn't Karel Vimelka's fault. I'm not, we already talked about how bad they defended tonight. So I, I don't want people, the veggies, the guy, veggies been great. And he's probably the MVP through 13 games. I'll say that first. I don't get, I, I still don't understand why Wedgwood didn't start the game tonight. And it doesn't make a difference. And, and, I, uh, do I think that wins the game for the Coyotes? No, I, I don't. I don't think they played good enough in front of their goaltender. B- but I, I still don't understand it. I don't get how Wedgwood didn't start. I don't get how Wedgwood didn't start the back-to-back game against Seattle to, to begin with. You acquired him. And he didn't play in the back-to-back to start that game. Then he plays... I, I thought he played extremely well. Gets this team their first win of the season... I honestly, I don't understand how he doesn't come back. I know you, well, Veggie's their guy. He's their number one. But is he? I thought that was Carter Hutton. We're talking about Karel Vamelka here. This isn't George Vesna or Carey Price. I mean, he just came over to this team. I I don't understand how it wasn't, even if Scott Wedgwood, hey, I know he's, his numbers this year aren't fantastic either. I, I just don't get how he didn't start. I really don't. And now we see the numbers on Vamelka. So now what? They got a back to back coming up. Friday, Saturday with Chicago and Nashville. They're each going to play a game Friday, Saturday. Mm -hmm. So who starts Friday against Chicago? (laughs) I'm going to say it again for the uh, 13 games now. So the 13th time that I will be wrong, (laughs) I'm going to say they have to start Wedgwood on Friday, don't they? Well, do you? how do you strategize that? Because Chicago is the looking at Chicago and Nashville. Chicago has a worse record. Um, Chicago's three nine and two, Nashville seven five and one. I mean, they're both losing records, but do you weigh that at all when you're looking at it, or you're just you do like Wedgwood now just played this third period was 
had a perfect third period. In Eight of, saves in the third. Yeah, in terms of not letting in any goals, perfect. Yep. But do you, then do you ride that into Friday? Because, well, that's what we thought would happen from Saturday till now, but it didn't. And one, this is just, I feel like you want to impress play on our all of our um, shows, our post-game shows so far, just because another here we are, another loss. Press play on that conversation because just fill in, switch out Wedgwood and Hutton. Yeah, <laughs> because here we are having that conversation over and over and over. You do look at who your opponent is and, and the coaches will look and say, OK, what's the winnable game? And I, I know that sounds that people may not want to hear that, but you do. You go, OK, what's the more winnable game here on a back to back? And in the Chicago Nashville game, it's the Chicago game. Yeah. Chicago is the most winnable game. So let's go win that game. And, and to me, I. I like I'm almost going to start giving up because I, th- I thought I knew stuff about the game and now I look at it <laughs> it's got to be Scott Wedgwood starting the game on Friday I, I cannot wait till the press conference Friday morning to find out who the starting goalie is can't wait yeah because I, I just it's like I guess if they were 12-0-1 and I was wrong every time I'd feel like yeah because then you're like oh I'm being proven wrong right I'm wrong every time and they've won one game yeah, yeah. so it, I don't know. It's it's the battle of the basement on Friday. It's the you know the race for right. All of those things Friday. Chicago's starting to get a little bit of a lead on the Coyotes in that spot. Yeah, um, five point lead. The other thing I was disappointed with tonight, I that I thought we've seen, I thought we saw more on the Eastern trip where they were still battling and they were winning foot races and they were, you know, there were scrums, there was pushing around. The the only inspired play like that we saw from the Coyotes. Was maybe the last five minutes? Yeah. The, honestly, the last five minutes was almost identical to the last five minutes of the Seattle game. In the last 15 seconds, Kraus just like o- almost got a shot off. There's a flurry at the net. That was exactly what we saw in the Seattle game. It's that level of compete that you look for from your team as a hockey fan, at least. Um, you know, there was some emotion there. So it's just like, where is that the rest of the time? Because once again, they're starting out in a goal deficit in the first period. And then the second back to the early season formula, second period, the deficit grows third period, make a little bit, not a, not a comeback, but cut away at it. And to know, to know, uh, success. Yeah. And it's not like this team, when was the Seattle game? Was that Saturday? Saturday. I felt like a week ago. Exactly. Is it, what day is today? Wednesday. It's Wednesday. So this team has been off. Yeah, they were like, off, off, off and we didn't travel. They've been yeah, home. Yeah, so you'd expect, honestly, the first 10 minutes tonight, you'd expect a big push. You're on national television and it's a big deal mm-hmm. to be on national television. And they not just national it. television, like Wednesday night, TNT, like that's their, that's like the one night a week that TNT does. So they knew it. They knew it in the room. I, I, I don't, I, I just, I don't understand how you come out. That first 10 minutes should have been all in. We just mm-hmm. got off our win. We're rolling. We're on national TV. We've had three days without games. We're at home. We should have been rolling that first 10 minutes. Yeah. Honestly, like that's, that's the impression. Okay. We're going to show them we're a hardworking team. We're on the puck. We're, you know, we're going to get Kraus and Roussel and Beagle. We're going to be on top of you guys. We're going to be tough to play against. I don't, I don't know if we saw that. Yeah. And I don't know if it's because they're down 2 nothing early again. And trust me, th- that's defeating. When you're down 2 nothing early, it gets to be, here we go again. And that's hard to overcome. Now, if it's 0-0, zero, zero, maybe that, that spark starts to carry him through. I, I don't know. I, uh, 
but it wasn't the effort I was expecting to see from a team that's coming off their first win. Yeah. Uh, Nolan in the chat had asked how many shots Jacob Chikrin had tonight. He had four shots on goal. Um, we, we are seeing him get shots off, so it's not for a lack of shots, but he still only has one point that he got um, in Saturday's game, so still nothing from – still not – the level of production from Jacob Chikrin. It's funny, we always reference our guesses for the at the beginning of the season who would have the most point total. Did you see Shane Gossespierre as the point leader for this team at this point in the season? You know, I, I don't know if I saw him as the leader. Clearly, I didn't. But I don't think any of us did. But he's this is what they expected. Like, to, yeah. I'm not as surprised as him doing this well as I am as Chikrin doing this poorly. If that makes sense, mm-hmm, like I, mm-hmm. Gus Despair is an offensive player. He's mm-hmm. drafted high. He's had great numbers early in his career. He he can do this. Like he's done. <laughs> excuse me. He's done this before. So I'm not surprised that he's there. I'm glad he found it here in the desert. I was worried if he'd find his way here mm-hmm. and if it fit in and if the system and the play. He's been great. He really has. He's moved the puck well. He's been a bright spot on the power play. He has to feel like his career has had a resurgent. Jacob Chikrin, I. He's getting first power play time now. That's where his shots are picking up. Uh, I thought he had opportunities tonight. He just put it over the net. Um, I I keep thinking it's coming for him. It just hasn't connected Mm -hmm. yet. His skill didn't go away. We said that on the last show. Jacob Chikrin is still an offensively skilled defenseman. It didn't go away. Mm -hmm. It's just, it takes time. Like, he's grabbing a stick tighter. He's taking shots he wouldn't normally take. He's not hitting the net on the shots he is getting. It's going to come for him, and he's going to start putting points on the board. And honestly, I do believe this. Once he gets one, he will get many. It's just he needs to get that mm-hmm. first one. Yeah. Well, talking about Shane Gossespair, we decided to make him, oh. once again, uh, he was last week, our DraftKings king of the game. One goal, one assist, three shots on goal. Um, and an interesting stat tonight about Shane Gossespair is that um, – this was his 50th career multi-point game, which was a cool one. That is impressive. Second straight multi-point game. And he's still a young player. Like he, yeah. He's still got a lot of years left He's only 28 or something like that. So um, really, <laughs> is the beer drank more quickly after losses or wins? <laughs> I, well, Jeffrey, I, I don't know because we've had yeah. 12 <laughs> losses and one win. Yeah. One win and it was at home, so it, it was, was much quicker on a win. Did you, uh, did I had you more drink than one. Bef- but did you drink before I did not. Oh. Did you, you drink three on the show? Yeah. I drank one. My oh. usual one. Well, I didn't have to drive, so I thought I? it was okay. Wow. So well, just one. There you have it. Well, Andrew and Jeffrey, appreciate listening because yes. it's late. I know late. it's late. Oh, my it's God. It's a late show. And I think a lot of people were surprised by that. We all were. Uh, the 8 o'clock start? Oh, it's brutal. And so, and I think also earlier Nolan had said it almost, this game almost didn't feel worth staying up for. And I saw some tweets on the, the timeline earlier. People were saying... Ugh, like, why did I even come to this game? Which is so disappointing because you want to, like, I thought the crowd team. looked good on TV, The crowd though. did look good on TV. Yeah. So that's good for national TV. It was it was great to see the TNT um, broadcast. Of yeah, it was game. good. And, and they... Former Coyotes. Yeah. Craig had a story on GoPHNX.com, which is actually not behind the paywall. There you go. So everyone can go check it out. Um, it's about the Coyotes connections on that TNT panel with Biz and Talk It and um, Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> There's a big connection. I was just saying, Kale, that's a brilliant idea. The, the musical We need guests. musical guests. When we're this late, we should get a musical guest. That's a we good should. idea. We're like a late show. Exactly. And just More like just like other late shows, 
maybe there'll be some games. Maybe there'll be some games later, but yep, maybe there will. You be. need to. I know need, for the for the three people listening, we yeah, might have a game. No, there's more than three people listening. And Andrew is just keep using <laughs> that DraftKings sportsbook app. Yes, Andrew. PD, I know you were cold and then you were hot. Where are you now for I'm DraftKings? Warming up again. Warming up. Okay, because PD had um, given his picks. Yeah. In in the Discord as requested and then <laughs> rotten. <laughs> Bad. Rotten. <laughs> Bad. Yeah. So maybe listen to PD at your at your own discretion, but you can, you know, take matters into your own hands. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app using the promo code PHNX. And this week, if you bet one dollar on an NBA game and either team scores a point, which I have you ever seen an NBA team score zero points? I haven't. Um, you'll get $100 in free bets. So when a team scores, you score the DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NBA. Um, so make sure you download using the promo code PHNX, bet $1 on either team to score, $100 in free bets. That's 21 and over, Arizona only, gambling problem, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, new customers only, eligibility restrictions apply, see DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. <laughs> There's dozens of us being dozens. Dozens. <laughs> Will says. Oh, well. Trust the process. We like that. We as do. A shirt and, idea. and again, it goes back to the whole damn problem is this team is supposed to lose. Like, this is what they're trying to do. So, the, our frustrations on this show and the, the frustrations for the fan base, the management office going, okay, that's another one off the list. I, they are. Like, this is, they're another day closer to the ping pong balls. Trust me, it's painful in their office, too. It, it is. They, I want to say they want to win, but they don't. They want to get last. But it is painful to, to go through the process. It, it really is. And I wish we could be Rip Ben Winkle and fall asleep and wake up at the end of the season during the ping pong ball bouncing because then it won't matter where we finish. But right now, this is hard. Well, it's hard, too, because it's like, yes, we could be... This team could be last in the standings, finish last. But that doesn't guarantee that you get the last spot and the first overall pick no. so it's like you might as well if, if you just want to stay within that th- bottom, bottom three, three you can win games now it's okay yeah to win. please yeah it's please, okay to win begging. some games okay here's a funny story from today so i was on the phoenix sports podcast it's a weekly show here where all the beats crossover hosted by michaela perkins great show check that out every wednesday um but i was on it today and we were going through as with uh cheerson from cardinals Lindsay from uh Sons. sons and they were talking about frank kaminsky and Kirsten said bring on the tank because they call him frank the tank and i'm so like jaded by <laughs> covering the coyotes i was like oh the, the tank for the sons like what they were just in the final last year and i was like oh wait frank the tank meanwhile pd and i are sitting in here watching the game tonight it's like 5-1 coyotes 4-1 or 5-1 minnesota 4-1 minnesota and the sun's game is on in the other studio and we just hear them cheering and wooing and talking about kaminsky cove and the suns are on a six game winning streak and the score (laughs) our ticker just keeps going the wrong direction Oh my gosh! So. We almost thought about playing their show over <laughs> on our show. Like we, were gonna, we were going to crash their show. Just we talked to, about crashing it, rewinding it, and playing their show on our show. I I, I don't want to be a broken record, but it's hard when they keep giving us broken record performances, right? Well, like it's when, the same when it's the same thing twelve out of thirteen times. You know, it's it's hard. It's hard for us, but you know. Um, 
another positive thing that if you missed it, um, we had Shane Doan on our show yesterday. Yeah. Well, that was a positive. That was a positive. That turned it around. And then he was on T. And then they had him on TNT, TNT. and we said, hmm. hmm. Yeah. NBD. Yeah, hey, not no a big, big deal. As, thought, as yeah. Biz says, not a big deal. Not a big deal. I thought he was I, he was great on a show. If you haven't heard it, honestly, like there were stories that I there hadn't heard about. There were stories like laugh, but like laugh out loud yeah, funny. It was fun. Like, please go. If you haven't watched or listened, go on our YouTube channel, cut in the video before this, Shane Don't Interview, or uh, wherever you get your podcasts, Podcast. it's all on there too. So a lot of great stories on there. Um, you know, trying to trying to bring in the positives all season long. We might do the Wheel of Fantasy later if we're feeling it um, because, like we said, we're just trying to find ways to to get through here. See, and this is the good point with Will brought up about the Suns. This is what the Suns are seeing now is what the Coyotes hope to see at the end of this process because the Suns were rotten, mm-hmm. right? Forever. Right. And then they got they drafted well. They get better. They develop that talent. And now they're a team in the in the in the finals and they're hoping to make the playoffs again i mean it's the same path that the coyotes are hoping and by the way i'm gonna pull up our new toy that oh we have. yes i'm gonna pull just to just when aaron our producer is not available we created a button let's see if this works over here <laughs> so i get to have the button by me all the time now so when i need it I can just calm myself and go, okay, this is this is why we're going through this process. Yes. Remind myself of the rebuild. Yes. Um, the other use of the button, and we'll, we'll tease it before Craig gets here, is we're going to write a song. We're working on the Craig song. We're going to write a song <laughs> called Craig Calls. Craig, Craig doesn't like we're to have also, a lot of fun, though. We're also working on a graph. Well, you know what? Craig isn't here to have creative control, <laughs> so we can do whatever we want, and we're going to have a graphic. It's like Dad's Away. Gra- I know, right? A graphic and a song, Craig Calls. So stay tuned for that. If you have any um, musical talents that you would like to lend to us producing this song, Please do. We're thinking of having um, children that Aaron coaches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Provide taking, some of their voices. Like, you know, just just make it fun because why not? Craig balances his laptop on a trash can. We'll have children sing the song. Exactly. <laughs> make Craig do a yodel rap. <laughs> well, let's talk about Craig, too, because he's getting ready to go on the road, as is your Arizona Coyotes, for their first swing through the Central. Yes. In their new division, yes. which we're going to tease a little bit, talking about the Central in tomorrow's podcast. But this is a tough division. It's tougher than the <laughs> Pacific. They don't get that swing through California where you might get a point or two. Um, Chicago seems to be the weak link in in the, in the Central so far. But they've got Chicago, Nashville, and St. Louis on this trip. They had some success against St. Louis last season. Uh, St. Louis is a good hockey team. Nashville's playing better than expected. And I don't know how this team hasn't fared well in Chicago. So this could be the welcome to the central division for this Arizona Coyotes in their next three games. Yeah, it's it's and back on the road, by the way. I know. I just feel like they've been on the road so much this season already. Yeah, I guess in a normal year, I'd say great because that means more home games at the end of the season. But it's like whatever. Yeah, whatever. That just means we could do the show a couple hours earlier. Exactly. So I guess that's a positive. <laughs> exactly. That's the one thing. Just sucks for them um, with their travel schedule. And I know 
Craig has worked on many, many realignment proposals. Like PD said, we'll be talking more about it on our audio podcast that will be coming out sometime tomorrow. Craig has a story coming out tomorrow. Um, also on that on gophnx.com. So be sure to um, sign up for your membership. PD and I finally got our shirts. Yeah. I'm actually... So I got this, DraftKings I just I'm need going to say, today. this studio is frigid. What do you think is more cold, this studio or Healer River Arena? Because I know. This is cold. Like Honestly, like it, it's not that cold outside. Studio A, like where the suns were, it's warm. Oh, warm. It's warm because the sun also shines in Nice. We're this in the is, basement. This we the say basement. it's the basement because it is freezing and there's an air conditioner vent right there, so but we have to wear jackets. I got my... Uh, do you get, which one do you have on? Oh, the flagship the flag one. one. There it is. I went DraftKings today, but I'm not going to oh, have to Sorry, drill. this is really bad. You cannot see it at I know. all. But, um, but it's here. Check out the PHNX locker. The Suns just dropped some new shirts on there that are Got one today. Incredible. I ordered a Sun yes. shirt today. It's a true story. Yeah, the Cardinal shirts are incredible. So, But we were informed this week that the Coyotes... Sh- uh, shirt has done three laps around all the other yep. shirts so three thank you everybody for your support with the coyote shirt it is an amazing shirt. i'm not sure it's craig is it craig is he just buying them all <laughs> <laughs> he's got them all in his garage well, <laughs> it might be who knows who knows um he needs to get on that then with creating burner accounts for twitter followers for uh to try and hit our number so that espa will take a slap shot Brittany says my vote is the damn studio is colder i agree Brittany. i agree <laughs> Hello, Brittany. We haven't seen Brittany. you in our comments before. She's d- she covers everything in the Valley. She's got football, high school football, yeah. ASU football, basketball. ASU everything. Yeah, like everything. Like She's always working. Yeah, and we so always... So how is she watching the show? Well, we all... Oh, hello, Brittany. So we always talk about how there's a ton of coverage here at GoPHNX. Brittany's the, on the ASU beat, so be sure to check out um, all her stories and all of their coverage. Um, college basketball started yesterday. Yeah. Both U of A and ASU won. Great to have uh, U of A <laughs> winning some stuff again because, you know, the football, not so great. But um, anyway, check out gophnx.com. Become a member. If you sign up for the annual membership, you'll get um, a free shirt and you can match all of us here. Um, and all, like said, It gives you a chance content. to be part of a community. And we talk mm-hmm. about this because I'm not a basketball fan. And I, I don't, for those of you out there that are, it has nothing to do with my love of the game. I've been in a job that never allowed me to watch that sport it was going on simultaneously to the job that i had now that i do not that i don't do that job any longer i watch basketball which is actually kind of fun mm-hmm. and i listened to our son's guys after which makes the games more fun mm-hmm. like i'm starting to understand it and get it more and it phnx is a community and i we talk about it it's true like so don't be afraid to try a different sport or listen to somebody else. Mm-hmm. There's good content. There's funny people. There's knowledgeable people. There's people that are embedded with the teams. And go check it out. I've said enough. And Craig, you know, all know about Craig. Yeah. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here if you didn't know about Craig. <laughs> hey, that's not true. Andrew said he only watches you and me, Petey. There you go. So look at that. Um, any other any other notes on this particular game? Um. Oh, we need to pull up your keys. Oh, the keys. We didn't even pull up the keys. I totally that was forgot. Lazy. Those are lazy. No. Day, too. All aboard. And here's the reason I said all aboard. We needed everybody because Minnesota is the deepest team in the, in the central division where they are four lines. Their bottom two lines are as strong as their top two lines. You needed to play well. Everybody needed to, needed to play well. They couldn't have mistakes or they'd <laughs> end up in their net. Right. Well, Keep the offense rolling. Clearly that didn't happen. Didn't, didn't go great. Didn't and go great. second chance team. They were around the Arizona net all night. 
I thought they and were. there weren't defensemen in front of them. Yeah, I, I thought they they didn't defend well enough. So <sighs> wasn't wasn't good enough. Nope. And, and truthfully, on paper, the Minnesota Wild's a better hockey team. Like Minnesota will win nine out of ten against this Coyote team. We understand that. They what I think we're looking for, <laughs> what we're looking for, is where's the just have that effort mm -hmm. and and i thought we saw that in the eastern road trip and i thought there was a better more concerted effort worked harder on that trip than we saw tonight i thought it was a it was a dud i'll be honest and and by the second period it even looked like minnesota took their foot off the gas a little bit and by the third the first five minutes of the third were i was kind of boring like yeah everybody kind of okay let's just get through this game right yeah um i i I, I hope they can find a way. And in Chicago Stadium, it's a loud building. The anthem, everybody's cheering. Let's hope they find it there. Let's sure. hope they, they come back and, and with a little better effort and a, and a better game on Friday. I hope so. For sure. Um, Chris, Chris said Keys Wilder are a much better team. Yeah. <laughs> but know, you know what? Seriously, Chris, I sat there <laughs> thinking of my keys to the game, and I honestly almost wanted to stop at that. I, I almost did <laughs> You today. could have. You, have you seen Espo's keys to the Suns games? I haven't. You haven't? I mean, I have because he stole them from me. So, yeah, yeah I did see the, <laughs> the graphic. Keys to Minnesota the head the color. has them. Oh, my God. You guys <laughs> oh, are funny. I'm sorry. Um, well, you know, we talk about... Um, oh, my God. I I mean, there's stuff happening on the screen, so I got distracted. And I lost my train of thought. So, sorry. You know what? It's 11.10 p.m. We're waiting for Craig to get here. Um, We've talked about this. My bedtime is 9.30. This I know. Is way, this is way too late for me. <laughs> this is late. Man, I don't know how those East Coast teams do it when they travel to the West because... Whew. See, Brittany stays up late, though. She's talking, but she stays up late. I don't do this. I'm, I'm yeah. too old. I'm the oldest guy here while Craig is, but... Do we want to do this? Should we do this? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. We've been, you know, we just needed some joy. Let's we get some a little joy. bit of joy. Well, only it's one minute of joy, and I know for all five of you, Andrew and Brittany. <laughs> Brittany, has Brittany seen the, Brittany, the Wheel of Fantasy? This is the Wheel of Fantasy. Yeah. Has she seen the Wheel I of don't Fantasy? Know. All right. So we're going to do it because. Where's the things? I have them. Okay. Oh, he's calling. Okay, oh. wait. Oh. You almost had it, everyone. We almost had the wheel. Craig calls. What's the song? Craig's, Craig's calls, calls. Craig's calls. Craig's calls. With Craig. Craig. Oh. Oh. Uh oh. Now he's there. Craig. Craig. There you are. Hello. You got me. We yes. do now, Craig. Welcome. I guess. I, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> I'm sitting down for this one tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oof. Oof. We're kind of at a. You just. We were loss. literally getting ready to spin the wheel. <laughs> we just had it on the tet desk. We have Brittany on from the from the ASU beat. She was going to watch us do the wheel for the her first time with the wheel of fantasy, and then you called in. <laughs> I think fantasy is a good idea. How many make. how many fantasies has Craig Morgan ruined? You think? <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. May I digress? Wow. Sorry. Wow. Okay. Sorry, Craig. Well, hey, it's well, going to be a short appearance for me tonight. <laughs> Craig, how did, wait, honestly, here's where we'll give you the recap. I don't think the effort was there that we've seen in previous games, considering the East Coast swing where I thought they competed in games. I didn't think they defended well at all tonight. I think they left the goaltender out to dry in several occasions. Penalty kill is back to where it was two weeks ago. I don't think it was an appropriate effort for a nationally televised game. And they had the red jerseys on. They didn't even have the Kachinas. We on, didn't so even they... talk about that. Yeah, we didn't talk oh about Oh my the God. It was brutal. If you're going to have a national game, you're not even going to show off the Kachinas. They couldn't. 
they didn't have. A I choice. know, I know, yeah. but still. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's a silly rule from the NHL. Like you find out you have to turn in your, you know, if you want to keep that jersey and logo alive this season, you have to wear it for eight games. That's the NHL rule, which, okay. I don't know how they arrived at that, first of all. And then they make you turn in those eight games well before the schedule comes out and the TV schedule comes out. You get a national TV schedule. You're only on twice as the Arizona Coyotes. And the NHL is not going to let you change one of those. Does it matter? It's just a jersey we're talking about. It's just bizarre to me. They really wanted to wear the Kachitas tonight, but they couldn't. So, hey, hey, maybe it'll work out. Maybe people didn't recognize who this team was tonight. So <laughs> it wasn't any bad pub for the Coyotes. What was the tone in the, in the post-game interviews? Both uh, Andrew Ladd and uh, Shane Gostisbehere came into the interview room. Uh, both of them talked about their start, uh, their inability to break the puck out of the zone, which cost them. They ended up defending too much. It's interesting. Andre Turney said that he thought their D zone coverage was pretty good. He didn't think that was the problem. He thought it was their just their inability to break the puck out of the zone and then forcing them to defend too long. I'm not sure I even necessarily agree with that. I'm with you, PD. I didn't think they defended well in a number of situations. I saw some breakdowns, but clearly they were looking to carry some momentum over from the win over Seattle, and it, it just didn't work out in any way. This is obviously a much better team that they play tonight. Minnesota's playing really well right now. They're on a streak. This is a team that can really pressure you with four lines. They've got speed. Just nothing went the Coyotes' way tonight. Yeah, I mean, clearly that's a better team. And, and I, I, I'm not sitting here thinking I expected the Coyotes to come out of here victorious. I just thought they might have what you alluded to, some of that carryover from the game against Seattle, that they might have had a little bit of push that first five, ten minutes of this game, and we just didn't see it. And that was kind of disappointing. Yeah, I mean, Andrew Ladd gets that goal, and you think, okay, maybe they're going to get back in this game. Maybe they have a chance. But then uh, Minnesota got those two quick goals early in the second period, and it was it was over from that point. Um, I don't, I didn't, I, I wouldn't necessarily say I blame Karel Vimelka for his game tonight, but I didn't think he was very sharp. I didn't think he really stole any saves tonight. Again, we've been horrible at predicting what's going to happen yep. in goal, but. I gotta believe Scott Wedgwood is going to start the next game. We Chicago, did the right? same thing. Yeah. We did the same thing, Craig, and Which we went through the same discussion. Which is why will not. Because... You know, and, and I said we, right. as a show, and I'll take it on me personally. I, I've been wrong. I've been wrong all the time, and I just, I, I, I it has to be Scott Wedgwood. He was perfect in the third period. It yep. has to be Scott Wedgwood on Friday in Chicago, but will it? I, I, I have no. I honestly won't know until the game starts. I don't know. Can you, can you imagine if he goes into Chicago and gets another win for them? He had, The guy just got claimed off waivers. He has a chance to get both of their wins. And, and Chicago's not playing well, obviously, right now. They're they're right at the bottom of the standings with the Coyotes. So that's when you look at games that the Coyotes could possibly win, that's one of the opportunities. One of the very few opportunities is to start to look down the schedule. What do you think? Do the Coyotes get a win in this back, upcoming back-to-back? Uh, if if they're going to do it, it's going to be in Chicago. I guess we will. Yeah, I think Nashville's playing better. They're they're a better team, yeah. and they're starting to play better. They're playing at home. It's the Coyotes on the second game of a back-to-back. Everything favors Nashville in that second game. Um, and then to go into St. Louis, I, I I mean, hey, has this team, the Coyotes, they've beaten St. Louis in that building before. I, I just don't think this is the time. This, this isn't that team. No. This is the team that we saw. And listen, Clayton Keller always plays well against the Blues, but they just don't have 
they don't have the horses. The Blues yeah. are playing really well right now. I got to believe if it comes, it comes in Chicago. Um, one bright spot maybe out of this season so far, Shane Gostisbehere is producing a lot of points. He's got nine assists now. I think that puts him in the top 10 among NHL defensemen. And, and assists. he had a goal tonight as well. At, at least offensively, he's got some things going. So I, I don't know what your take is on he that. Was, he it, was our DraftKings king of the game, Craig. Well, yep. well, he should be. And it's his 50th multi-point game. And his, his career has been rejuvenated back from where he was when he first started in Philly. All of those things are true. It's been the bright spot. And the change of scenery for him has been you know, the, what rejuvenated him, got him back on the offensive side. And that's great. He, he has been one of the few bright spots. And I kept saying that it's going to be Chikrin's going to break soon, break out of this. I just don't know when. Um, I, I thought it might be tonight. I, I thought he had a couple looks on the power play, but he sh- puts it over the net. It's still coming for him. Yeah, well, we'll see. I mean, it's, 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 this is a long stretch now. There was a lot of conversation, actually, about Jacob Chikrin in the, in the press box tonight. You know, I know there were... There were hopes on his part, um, on his camp's part, that he might be playing for Team Canada at the upcoming Olympics. I don't see that happening now, Steve. Uh, this this starts really going to hurt him uh, with, with his hopes of making that team. Um, getting back to Gossespierre, so that we don't talk about too much depressing stuff. It, it was interesting. I talked to him after the game, and I you know I asked him what the key to, was to maybe a little bit of rejuvenation in his offense. And and this is such a typical response from a hockey player after a loss. He just said, I, I think I'm getting lucky with some defensive zone apples. Okay. That's classic. That's classic. Somebody just. Thanks chat, for helping me out there, buddy. I know, right? Someone in the chat just asked, I know Gossesware yeah. has two years left. Is there any chance they deal him at this year's deadline? Is that an option even, do we think? I, I absolutely think it's an option. I Look, I, I don't think anybody should look at this roster and think, any players now are fixtures on it. I'm not, I'm not even sure about Jacob Chikrin anymore, whether they'll they'll hang on to him if they'll try to move him. I, I don't know. But, yeah, if if they can get assets for a player like Gostisbehere, who really isn't going to be a part of that team that they want to build, you know, three to four years down the road, I could definitely see him being traded at the deadline, If he, especially if he continues to produce like this. So he'll have some value. Yeah. Craig, we'll let you go because it's a late night for all of us here. Yeah, any, and an any, early morning tomorrow. And an early morning here tomorrow. Any final thoughts from you there at Gila River? Yeah, wow. No. <laughs> Just, it's unreal how much the Minnesota Wild owns the Coyotes. Did you see the stat I tweeted? Um, I missed it. Can you tell us? 11-1 and one since the start of the 2019-20 season, Minnesota against the Coyotes. 11-1. They've outscored them 52-24. to 24. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's cra- it's just crazy how sometimes teams... And this is a team, Craig, this teams. is a team that's that's on their way up. I mean, this team... Absolutely. I, I don't think, and I've talked to people in the organization, I don't think they think their window is just starting to open. I mean, they're not... They've got a few pieces they'd like to acquire and move and a few things they'd like to do with that team. But their their window's opening, and this is a really good hockey team. And you see the start that Vegas has had, the start that Colorado has had. Minnesota is going to be in the discussion. Like, they're going to be a team in the Western Conference that, yeah, when, when all the dust settles, could they be near the top of the standings? I, I honestly, I don't see why not. They, they play four lines. Their defense not only can defend, but they can create offense. 
Um, they've got high, high-end talent and speed, good off transition, but they can play a heavy game too. It's a really good hockey team. It's it's made very well. Um, look for them to be one of the teams still standing at the end for the Western Conference. Yeah, they climbed into first place in the Central tonight with this win. And, yep. you know, with Nathan McKinnon being out for a while, they've got a chance. They've got a chance to win this division. Yeah, very true. All right, Craig, we'll let you go, and we'll see you here tomorrow. Thanks, Craig. Right, see you. Yeah, Colorado not looking great. Yeah, and McKinnon's out for three weeks now. Only one point ahead of Chicago. Well, Petey, I feel like we we promised the people, so let's just... I know. We got to. We're out of gas. It's 11. I know. We'll do it quick. Okay, we'll do it quick. We have to. We promised the people. Even Brittany went to bed. Look at all these people. They're here. They want to see the wheel, so we're going to do it. So here we go. Spinning the wheel. Okay, we do the music after. Never mind. All right, let's go. What number is it? 12. 12? All right. Do, 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 do. <clears throat> that was good, Leah. <laughs> Thanks. We're really working on the singing, the musical thing here. We're cutting that sound and using it for Craig's. Oh, perfect. Okay. We'll, we'll edit that in. All right. Ready? Former Canucks, Roussel and Beagle, each score against their former team as the Coyotes beat Vancouver 2-1. to one. Aaron? All right. Let's roll it. Roll it. Wow. I just got to say, this team is on fire right now. My heart it, was pounding at the end of that one. And you look at the moves that Bill Armstrong made over the summer and some of the guys he acquired, and to see those guys coming in from Vancouver and doing what they did tonight against their old team just shows how important those moves and how well they were made in this offseason. What a game. I know, and to ha- to hold OEL and Garland off the score sheet, I mean, that must have felt good for the Coyotes tonight. The last 30 seconds was chaotic. Vancouver had their goalie pulled. They had six on five. There was a flurry at the net, but the Coyotes pulled it off. They got this victory. Yeah, and you think of a player like Garland, I think he had about four penalties I think he finished <laughs> with tonight. He was frustrated, <laughs> could not find his offensive game tonight, spent most of the time in the box. Beagle and Roussel were on fire tonight. Beagle in the faceoff circle, I think he was, yeah, he was 62%. (laughs) He was 62% in the faceoff circle. He was unbelievable tonight. This is the kind of performance you want to see a player have against his old team. It's exciting to be a part of this group right now. They're rolling (laughs) and they're doing it on the road, which is even more impressive. They beat Calgary. They beat they beat Edmonton and the Oilers. The before. whole entire Western Canadian swing. I mean, this Canadian is a great swing. Western Canadian swing. And we didn't even mention the fact we talk about how crazy Canucks fans are. We had that one tweet from the PHNX Coyotes Twitter that went viral because Canucks fans just <laughs> yeah. went wild with it. So just, yep. a, just an all-around crazy night. <sighs> and back to reality. Sad. Sad. Sad reality. That, that takes a lot of energy. It does. It's late. We'll let everyone go to bed. We'll be back tomorrow with uh, an audio episode, and then we'll be back Friday and Saturday night for post-game shows. Hopefully one of those is a win. We'll see. Um, as always, be sure to follow at PHNX underscore Coyotes on Twitter. Follow at S. Peters Hockey, at Leah Merrill, at Craig S. Morgan, at what's your at? Aaron, Slindy Aaron nine. at Slindy Aaron nine. Oh, give her a follow. She'll give you uh, rebuild reminders. <laughs> rebuild reminder. Remember that. <laughs> Don't forget to check out the DraftKings Sportsbook app using the promo code PHNX when you sign up. 
And uh, we'll see everyone later this week. We made it through. Game 13. How many to go? 69 to go? Is that math? I don't know. It's, t- it's late. It's too late. Good night, everyone. <laughs>